0: hello 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 guys welcome to this new edition of mind podcast this is adit kapadia coming to you on the other side of 2021 hope you all had a brilliant end of the year to 2021 and have had a great beginning of 2022 we had taken our customary 10-day break at the end of the year. Uh, so happy new year to everyone. And uh, hopefully everyone's staying safe, healthy, and dare I say, COVID-free. It's funny, we used this uh, in 2020, like in 2020, 2021. Uh, that's when I, I actually was COVID-positive as well. But turn um, feels like we've all uh, moved a cycle and come back to the same place. But we're all safer. <laughs> we're vaccinated. You know, now the symptoms are slowing. So, you know, that there is hope uh, in the end. But to kick things off uh, uh, for the New Year's, uh, we have a pure political podcast, just like you guys like it, and which kicks off the Indian election season as well. Um, uh, the state elections are scheduled in India in five states: Uttar Pradesh, Uttarakhand, Punjab, uh, Goa, and uh, and this is this I, I I think I think it's Manipur if I'm not mistaken. But um, yes. basically, yeah, so yes, I, I I was afraid I was going to get the fifth state right <laughs> and wrong. So, but but I I have a phenomenal, uh, phenomenal podcast lined up for you, uh, be, which we're going to focus on Uttar Pradesh. And I have a great panelist with me today. I have with me Vikas Saraswat, who's an entrepreneur, uh, a writer. He's a columnist at multiple uh, platforms, including Swaraj and Dainik Jagaran. He's been with the Indic Academy as well and has been on, I mean, I've known him uh, uh, on Twitter for a long time, but he's written uh, some fascinating takes on various issues, national, international, but uh, does write um, uh, on UP, Uttarakhand and so forth. So, you, you, welcome to Mind Podcast, Vikasji. Great to have you.
1: Pleasure connecting. Pleasure connecting, Adit.
0: Yeah, and and I think you're at a vantage point where you can you you are you can talk about Uttar Pradesh and you can talk a little bit about Uttarakhand as well. So uh, <laughs> you're at the perfect vantage point. But we want to keep the first part of the discussion about Uttar Pradesh, and then we'll talk. We'll we'll we'll, we'll at the end we'll get to Uttarakhand and uh, you know end the podcast with that. But you know to kick start kick things off, um, Uttar Pradesh votes in seven phases, I believe. Um, And the results are in March, March 10th. Uh, 403 seats last time was a stupendous result for the BJP Um, at that time Yogi Adityanath was not uh, 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 not projected as the chief minister candidate he was uh, of course announced after the election but uh, at that time uh, BJP got a humongous humongous mandate more than 300 seats and if you add but this time it's a very different challenge this time no chief minister has come back as an incumbent for a long, long time, uh, Mayawati lost, Mulayam Singh Yadav lost, Akhilesh Yadav lost, uh, uske pehle Kalyan Singh lost. And uh, so it's it's a very, it's a very tricky situation. So Vikas, to come to you first, um, what do you think? Aapko initially kya ki, you know, just a historical perspective, can this be done? And where does the BJP stand here? Uh,
1: the exit polls, uh, Adit, all the exit polls, Mm -hmm. plus uh, my interactions with the locals, and the general pulse uh, Mm -hmm. tells no that this is going to be a repeat, actually. Yogiji is going to repeat it. Only question is how big the margin is. So Mm -hmm. in this way, this will be historic, because since 1984, Mm -hmm. uh, there is no party which has uh, won an election uh, being an incumbent. And secondly, in the history of Uttar Pradesh politics, it is probably only one chief minister, uh, Nanji in 57, being a being an incumbent, he got re-elected. So after that, you no, know, if Yogi manages, this will be the second CM sitting CM re- getting re-elected. Uh, that's one thing. Secondly, on the, the numbers part, you no, know, the present tally is actually 303 for BJP, mm-hmm. but the tally in 2017 elections for BJP was around. 311 or uh, 311 or 12 or something like that, uh, added to that uh, some nine seats of Apnadal, So they were around 320 plus uh, mm-hmm. as an alliance. BSP got around 19 seats. Uh, Samajwadi man- managed to get 47 seats. Uh, Samajwad the BSP in fact was a bit higher in terms of votes. Board. So they were in excess of around 22 plus. SP was uh, 22, something like that. So that was the scenario. Of course. A lot of desertions took place in uh, BSP, yeah. and then a lot of by-elections also happened. So, yeah. this, so uh, this is the thing. And the historical significance uh, lies in the fact know, that uh, an incumbent government after a long time, UP as you know, know uh, a very tough uh, electoral scene, getting re-elected is something very, very big. For a state which has been steeped into caste politics, cynicism at large prevails there. Uh, someone on a uh, track record of governance getting re-elected will be not only big for UP but for India as such. And this is an election which is actually generating interest at the scale of Lok Sabha elections.
0: Absolutely. So no. Uh, so uh, to recap, the 2017 exact numbers, um, like because he said BJP with about 40 percent of the vote was at 312. BSP with about twenty two percent was at nineteen, and with SP with twenty one point eight was at forty seven. Now the the, now the thing is they contested um, SP contested I think with uh, uh, in alliance with Congress on some seats, or that was a sly alliance, and there on some seats Congress still ended up contesting. It was kind of bizarre. uh, yeah. and Congress won seven seats and then rld also i don't know if it was officially uh it was not in alliance it contested 277 seats on its own which was <laughs> a joke in itself but what is interesting is they're saying that sp plus bsp is 23 and 22 so 22 and 21 so 43 percent in bjp and apna dal is less than 41 percent so is if sp bsp uh, form an alliance Uh, they will get more seats but i want to ask you this is can we just do uh, can we just do simple arithmetic in up and not talk about chemistry because a lot of sp voters and bsp voters are not fans of each other so if the sp and bsp come in alliance don't you think those voters will look for an option elsewhere? I'm not saying that will be necessarily with BJP. That could be with Congress. That could be with anyone. But they will look for a voter. There is also the caste composition issues. And there is also previous animosity. I mean, there are a lot of BSP leaders who have not forgotten what happened in the whole guest house in Famous episode in the 90s, right? So, how Mayavati Mayawati almost seems like she's given up. She's almost like she's resigned from politics or all. Close to that, right? I mean, the Mayawati of 15 years ago, 20 years ago, willing to give a fight, probably seems Gaia right now. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: So this experiment has already been tried, Adit. Uh, Mm -hmm. 2019, no, Lok Sabha, SP and BSP came together and uh, then uh, all the results were there for all of us to see.
0: Yes. Haan, but they give that excuse in 2019, Modi Modiji face, face to state election, hai, right? Toh, which partly could be true that uh, national elections, mein the issues are different, but state elections, mein utne bhi alag hote ki, uh, you can just completely uh, uh, go away Haan. and take out the chemistry issue.
1: Yes, 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 yes. So, uh, I mean, BSP numbers, even in the exit polls, are showing somewhere around 15 to 16 percent and uh, SP by and large is the main contender hmm. if we see the last uh, assembly elections no, uh, you already mentioned that the BJP numbers were somewhere, what the present numbers are predicting, so despite the farmer protest, so called farmer, farmer protest and despite a few of the leaders deserting hmm. the numbers are by and large the same for BJP, it was around 40% 39 to 40% in the last assembly elections, add to that uh, the Apnadal numbers, it will go up to 41 point something percentage even now almost all the exit polls are predicting almost the same whereas the sp numbers are still 34 or 35 Uh, Mm percent and you see when this becomes a bipolar contest every addition of one more percentage of vote would add a significant number of uh, seats to the winning side so Mm -hmm. what i feel adit most of the ele- that's it is my uh, belief that most of the elections are settled two or three months uh, before the uh, uh, voting date oh. uh, some in uh, some elections even six months earlier but this is a very interesting election because even now there is a lot up for grabs mm-hmm. bsp the vote percentage what we see 15 or 16 being uh, forecasted mm-hmm. can still dwindle furthermore mm-hmm. and because that is because the voter uh, BSP voter sees that Benji is not a serious contender this time. Mm. So mm. I, my reading is that this vote might further go down. And so where this goes, that would make a further more difference. And in all likelihood, if anybody knows uh, UP politics, this vote is not going to go to Samajwadi party camp. Because mm. there is a real threat on part of the BSP voters, Mm. Uh, they are more vulnerable to threats from the SP voters uh, than the BJP side. So there is a likelihood and there is some sort of uh, discussions also going on within those societies that this the, because Benji is not a serious contender. So let us go. And added to that, there is this schemes also no? a lot of mm. whether it is free ration and the welfare schemes, they have mm. benefited that section only. So there is still a possibility that BSP might go down about three or four points further and that benefit to a large extent goes to BJP and the numbers rise substantially.
0: Oh, absolutely. So you can, um, the, now I'm again, like we want, we'll slip into English and Hindi uh, back and forth. So now I'm slipping a little bit into Hindi. BSP's base, hai, you know, the jat of vote and so forth, right? Mayavati's what she tried was that she had an additional partly upper caste vote also that she attracted in 2007 because she had said that I am an alternative to Mulayam Singh Yadav. Okay. Now, you are that her core vote bhi usko ja The OBC vote that she got, wo bhi BJP also going BJP. So, what are the dynamics? What is the composition of BJP? Is it upper caste vote for a little bit of OBC vote and a little bit of the Dalit vote just merged together? What is the dynamic of the BJP?
1: Adit uh, Yogi Adityanath made a statement. This is 80 versus 20 sort of fight. Mm. No, this is this might seem a little rhetorical to a lot of people, but mm. therein lies the truth also. Mm. Basically, what we are seeing is an increasing coalition of all the Hindu castes in UP, mm. and only a non-serious. I mean, a person who does not know the, the politics of UP will brush it aside. But Hindutva has percolated very seriously into the OBC ranks. Whatever reasons, you can call it yeah. like <laughs> communalism or whatever.
0: But This is just pure analysis that this is what's happening right now.
1: Yes, yes, yes. And then no, a section of Dalits also, barring the Jata votes, what you mentioned, which remains the core of the BSP uh, mm-hmm. vote bank, is also moving towards the uh, bharati janta party hmm. so a very interesting phenomena is coming up and which might be the trend for the entire like ganga jamuna belt uh, in the coming times so uh, we are seeing a massive social change actually and uh, manifesting itself into this kind of a voting pattern so this will be a very interesting election my guess is that it will like it will go up to 42 43 even 44% of uh, votes
0: so which so is I mean- substantial huge 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 Yes. But, but but here is the very interesting thing, right? Is this the first Hindutva election, so to speak, right? That where we are going to see some sort of polarization, we're going to see some sort of... And I'm not talking about just religion level and stuff like that. It, ultimately, polarization also on... Uh, I mean, it could be multiple reasons on whether people agree with uh, uh, UK Nath as a chief minister or don't agree, right? So it's a very firm choice. The MLA candidate does not matter. It's a very quasi-presidential elections election where uh, you might aapko mla hai, I mean, doesn't matter right it is just it is what it is uh, but th- yeah. this is what we think do, do you think that's the sort of election we're looking at for up uh,
1: adit see one particular moment one particular event hmm. uh says for example the 91 ram muhumi movement hmm. okay that creating a Hindutva atmosphere hmm. and a sort of permanent uh, Hinduization of the society, hmm. which we have seen in Gujarat recurrently. These are two different scenarios, actually. What I'm pointing out is towards the latter one. It's hmm. See, even earlier, BJP might have scored well. 2014, it was Modi's Karishma, actually. Hmm. And to, 2017, it was partly discussed on the part of SP government and hmm. partly like Modi and uh, uh, Hindutva sort of a thing, they, this is now like becoming more and more concrete mm. in this election. What you mm. will see is some sort of a Gujarat phenomena happening to UP where BJP now will be a very, very serious player. Whether mm. they slip in one election or two, that's a different thing. But mm. they are now a very, very serious Hindutva party and there is a very serious Hindutva vote bank in
0: UP now. It's, it's 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 interesting because in 1991, when the BJP came to become, you know, of course, in 1989, they got 89 seats from 2 to 89, but 1991 is when they assumed the role of the primary opposition because it jumped leapfrogged the Janta Dal And um, out of the 116 seats that it got, I think 52 were from Uttar Pradesh and 20 were from Gujarat, right? So those were the two, like... Core states that propelled BJP to power. I mean, b- Baki states se 5, 10, you know, Rajasthan se kuch, Maharashtra se, Shirsena, ke saad, Alliance Coach, but the core state where they would always swift to power, and in that furthered in 1998 when they got 182 seats and they got it from other places, 58 k- still came from UP, and 20 still 20 or 19 still came from Gujarat. So 80 75 to 80 seats BJP could bank on whatever came to power now 2004 when bjp lost curiously that number up plus gujarat dropped down to 43 and and guess how much bjp lost from 182 to 1 uh, 182 it went down to 138 the number was close to about 45 to 46 seats now the same number Huh, the same number. So, even though, even when they lost the seats they did in Andhra Pradesh and others, had they maintained that their base, their their number of seats in Gujarat and UP, they would have easily uh, uh, come to power. Now, one could argue that the reasons were different or something. I am just arguing how uh, a, a, how important those old BJP states are to BJP's rise to power. and. Uh, Ironically, both states vote in the same time. UP votes in uh, 2000, uh, beginning of 2022, and Gujarat votes in the end. And you could generally say that the national campaign trend starts with UP and post Gujarat, the national campaign always starts uh, with upa that was mr modi started his campaign after 2012 and uh, in b- before that uh, mr advani unsuccessfully started his campaign post 2008 january as well right after gujarat 2007 so it's a very this is a very important year for indian politics um, but i want to play the devil's advocate here right we've shown that what yogi where could yogi possibly slip up because Akiresh yadav is has emerged as the primary opposition leader. Like We cannot deny that in terms of key, he has transcended Mayawati, Congress leadership and everyone, and somehow is starting to, it may be unsuccessful, but he's trying to form a coalition to stand up to Yogi. And what I think SP wants is, if it gets more than a hundred seats, then it is in a position where they can have at least nine to 10 Rajasapa members and have some sort of bargaining power in, Case BJP falls short in twenty twenty uh, uh, four, or you know some sort of you know some national relevance, right? Where where um, there only MP isn't Jai- in news isn't Jai Bachchan shouting from the rooftops oh. in the <laughs> <right>. So <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? Like I I want you to go over like a scenario like where where could SP gain from from its previous position? No.
1: SP will obviously gain from the Muslim consolidation of votes behind it. One thing. Mm -hmm. Okay. Then the anti incumbency at the MLA level. Mm -hmm. That also because now uh, SP is the natural opposition. So that Mm -hmm. vote will also go towards uh, Samajwadi party only. Mm -hmm. Third thing Yogi Ji is a brilliant administrator, but he comes with a background. He's a Mahant.
0: Mm
1: Uh, a month of a uh, very important mutt and with that he is a certain kind of a persona Mm -hmm. that is like unrelenting unbending and if one were to use the word little unaccommodating also in some manners so there is like some scope for
0: some previous baggage
1: as well previous baggages as well so you no, know, like, the, and that is how a Mahant has to be. Actually, you can't. Sure, I mean, yeah. uh, a Mahant cannot be just kotoing to everything and bending towards everyone. No, that is not a Mahant's persona. And this part of his persona only has helped the BJP or the government in UP uh, better its performance. Also, so the, the flip side is actually this. This plays a little problematic role when you have to assuage. The organization manage the organization, keep everybody happy. So mm. that is a flip side. But BJP being a sc- cadre based party, strong organization will come to the aid of that. So mm. what, what lacks in Yogi will be made up by the organization, BJP. Mm. So on the whole, no, there will be some sort of a difference always in a Lok Sabha election and an assembly election. Mm. If this same trend, say 41, 42 percent, ends up the numbers for the assembly. Even then, in the next elections, you will see Adit that a lot of SP voters themselves would again go to vote for BJP in Lok Sabha elections. So mm-hmm. that is all always there. There are there are a substantial number of people within the Yadav community who say we will back Samajwadi party for the assembly elections, but when it comes to Lok Sabha, we will vote again for Modi. So that okay. kind of four or five percent, and that's what you see when the last looks of elections were there. This number was around forty-nine percent. So, mm. I mean, whatever is lacking in Yogi because of his uh, sort of a persona, I think mm. uh, beyond a point, no, he can't mend his uh, this thing also, uh, mm. his image or his persona also. Uh, mm. But that will be made up by the party. So mm. that is my feel, and. Uh, even if it's not a two-third majority, which I somehow feel should be there, if it ends up at 250-260 also, it will be a brilliant show. It will yeah, be a grand very,
0: performance. UP is a very difficult state, right? Let's let's go region by region now. First, you have the Purvanchal, Eastern UP region where Yogi is from, you know, the Gorakhpur, Banaras, uh, uh, belt. that's there BJP is on a very, very strong wicket, not just because of uh, Yogi's thing. You also have some sort of a a, a cascading effect from uh, Bihar in certain seats where the JDU uh, is in power. And this time I think BJP is accommodating JDU as well. Uh, which I think the first time JDU is probably contesting uh, after like 14 years or something. The last time they contested in alliance with BJP was 2007, if I'm not mistaken. And yes, uh, yes. then I think BJP could ko not seriously in UP, mein, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Like 2007, it was a foregone conclusion that going to
1: But let us be very honest, Adit. All this is only like cosmetic uh, value. JDU ah, contesting on no, no, coming to
0: So, But what I am what I'm looking towards is that for SP, the reason I bring this up is because SP ka base is central UP, you know, your Karno, yes. uh, uh, Firozabad, that belt. And then you have yes. some sort of effect in western UP where there is a significant Muslim vote as well that goes towards SP. They have, and, and this time because of the farmers' protests, they are expecting i don't know if they'll get it or not a few percent of the jat vote to go to the sp2 that's why they want to want an alliance with jain chaudhary and the rld so that might translate into a few more seats at the Vidhan Sabha level. Now, that cannot translate into the Lok Sabha level because Lok Sabha seats are so huge. Ki agar ab, you know, if you just swing 10,000 votes here and there, if the margin is only 1 lakh for the whole seat, you're not going to get anything. But Vidhan Sabha, that could be a different. So, do you think that Western UP, Central UP, and parts of Northern UP is where SP can sort of go from 50 to 100 if they are going to. Because if BJP goes down to 260 to 270, that number will probably go straight away to SP. I don't think that number will go to Congress.
1: No, there's, there is no doubt about it. Congress is out of reckoning, completely yeah. out of reckoning. And there is a joke that uh, 6% of the Congress vote will always be there, that uh, 6% is... Something like a very cutter. People keep joking, no cutter BJP and cutter. Actually, I say that there is a, the cutter Congress vote is that 6% Congress
0: that vote and that will our, remain. That is Amarujala reader base. Na. <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking, <laughs> no, you are right <laughs> to an extent. you Congress votes, circulation going to be
1: <laughs> you, I mean, you have a very good grip about UP. Then, in that case, no. <laughs> this is a very interesting observation. <laughs> I, I,
0: I've, 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 joked about this with my friends. I was like, UP ko agar pura ho, to you start with you start with the cadder, end with the media, and in between, UP <laughs> <bil jahega apko." laughs>
1: Correct, correct, correct. Uh, so,
0: so, so that is. Uh, but-
1: Uh, Sorry, Uh, sorry, go on. uh, So, but the strongest part for BJP in Mm -hmm. Uttar Pradesh is actually Bundelkhand. They're going to be virtual clean sweep in favor of Bundelkhand. Add to that, uh, at one time, at one Mm -hmm. time, Mayavati belt, because Banda, Mahoba, Chitrakoot, and all. Add to that, uh, this Chitrakoot belt is actually considered to be central UP. So Mm -hmm. if you add Bundelkhand, because that's almost the same sort of a culture and I believe the same sort of and all of that vote is basically going to come because of phenomenal developmental works which have taken place in this area, particularly the uh, water schemes, uh, the potable water and all that what has gone there in those areas that is going to fetch them votes. And it will be really interesting that good uh, administration, good governance, fetching votes. I mean, it is very encouraging Mm -hmm. for the voters, for the politics
0: absolutely absolutely so so this is this is interesting and and i'll i'll kind of share this um uh, share this map of up with you know our our folks and uh, hopefully this this will be like a good uh, this is from wikipedia again so don't roll me guys but this is the easiest way to share the map of up so uh I, 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 and this is just kind of to show um, what up is basically like how uh the the votes are so if you look at this uh this is your western up uh, region and right here which borders the madhya pradesh that that is basically the chitrakot uh, Mahoba, all these bands where you see it's a red sweep and then a few blue pockets and what Vikas is saying is he expects these blue pockets also to collapse, correct?
1: Yes. Okay. And, uh, uh, see, uh, Adit, a very interesting thing about UP, if mm-hmm. somebody is unaware of the UP demography, the top part is where the, starting from Saranpur, Mujaffar Nagar and going Thank up you. to Pili Bheet and uh, Behraich and Gonda, and then up to Gorakhpur and all those places, that is the Muslim dominated area. As you keep coming down, Mm -hmm. the Muslim demographics lower. And then the lowest part of UP is where the Muslim population is the least actually. Mm -hmm. So I mean, uh, but that just doesn't mean that wherever the Muslim voters are more, uh, Samayadi party is going to do better. Because in those areas, only the polarization also happens more. But any case. As I said, this Bundelkhand, the lower part, Jhansi to Chitrakut area, the seats mm. are going to come because of their phenomenally good uh, governance, good good developmental work. And, Western and UP were, because it, yes, and they have a very strong
0: Apnadal yes. alliance also
1: there. Apna Del in the this region, Allahabad, Mirzapur, and all that. Mm. Uh, I mean, starting from Allahabad, Varanasi, Chandoli, Mirzapur, that belt, no. Uh, this Apna Dal uh, voters are there. Right. A lot of them are in, there.
0: In pink, you'll see, guys, uh, the Apna Dal voters. And if you can't see the legend, I was like, I'll, 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 I'll tell you guys. And this all borders Madhya Pradesh, huh? so it's, it's a. It's, there is a lot of you know shared sort of things. Like I said, the central belt is where Samajwadi Party is strong. And what you probably saw in 2017 is probably the bare minimum of what Samajwadi Party will get. I think we can be rest assured because of the collapse of the Bahujan and the Congress party. Koi bhi election hoga for a long time. Samajwadi w- Party will at least get fifty to sixty seats, and the real yeah, yeah. Yeah. can it push 200 or something like that. Now from go to going from fifty to two hundred, I think it's going to be very difficult for Samajwadi Party. And I'm just playing the devil's advocate here, ki kya hoga ya but if they were to gain, probably I would say they would have to gain about, they will end up gaining about 15 to 20 seats in the Western UP area with the alliance with RLD, you know, in the Mathura, Hathuras, Saranpur region, ja individual MLA seats ja sakti hai. and they might maximize their gains in the Central UP area, the uh, Firozabad, ETA, uh, you know, all those Lok Sabha seats in that Uh, Region, but I honestly don't see them gaining much seats in eastern UP unless and until something drastic changes. What do you think, Vikasvay? You think that's? Uh, I think
1: east is still east is still a challenge for BJP in the sense, Mm -hmm. no, that I mean, uh, not much of difference will be there. That's my reading. Uh, They might have a better uh, vote share in west. Uh, but then no, West. What happens is there are pockets where mm-hmm. the uh, SP vote will be very, very high. Yeah, and in certain other areas, especially I mean, good with a uh, little bit of mass. Haan, particularly this uh, northwest, no, Saharanpur, yeah, yeah. Shamli, uh, Mujaffar Nagar, uh, this uh, uh, Bijnor, even mm-hmm. even uh, some seats in Rohilkhand area, this Badayum Bareli mm-hmm. that uh, belt also. Right. So there might be seats where the Amroha and all. Where they win with very high margins, margins, so that vote, in total the vote percentage shows something uh, comparable to BJP's this thing, but in certain areas uh, they will lose, like
0: even with 20,000. We can can be rest assured that SP probably will cross 30% in this election uh they, they were they stopped at twenty two but if 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 the Congress and uh, or at least their alliance will because uh I, I, I because I think now it's a decisive two way fight in at least two hundred seats in UP. And uh yes. two way fight by default also you end up getting five six more percent than what you absolutely
1: no, they will surely get uh, two uh, one third of the vote, which comes to around thirty-three percent. They might end up at thirty-five, even thirty-six also it might go. But uh which is
0: because thirty-six percent is, is enough where Akilesh can actually start mounting an opposition challenge. So this time for the first time, Yogi might have to deal with the opposition leader. Now, one could argue that Akilesh might not be a full-time opposition leader. Usko khudko pata nahi wo lok Vidhan Sabha mein khada rahega rahe given next election because Mulayam is now probably close to retirement like uh, he's he, i mean i i don't see how long mulayam has in him for active politics it's just he's getting older and then he's making st- and by the way i have to ask you this what about shivpal's party i thought he also has a political party na? yeah he has
1: a uh, political party uh, uh some PS. P- four letters, PRSP, or something like that.
0: Uh, but so, he wants to be the president of the Republic of Jaswant Nagarna. <laughs> <Usko, uske
1: laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's more interested in the moolah which comes with politics rather than the power which comes with politics. So, hmm. and that basically is the bone of contention also between the two, uh, uncle and nephew. So, I mean, he was never known for. Political astuteness or anything. Just uh, he's one another member in the party. And as you said, Mulayam Singh has taken a back seat. He's almost like a retired uh, this thing. So mm-hmm. he wanted some sort of like, uh, I mean, uh, Shivpal and Akhilesh together taking charge of the party because Shivpal knows a lot of old people. Akhilesh mm-hmm. thinks he can do away uh, with the old people and can manage the things on his own. Then there are some other uh, like uh, family I mean, reasons and other yes.
0: A lot of people say that that is why. Usko 2012 mein mila, that is that was the reason why he got because a lot of people said ki maybe the Samajwadi Party might move on from the old Gundaraj days of Mulayam Singh Yadav uh, and Akhilesh might usher in some new blood. Of course, that was not true, but but to some extent it was like where a few people were kept out and. I know Sharat Pradhan, the old uh, school journalist of UP, went on every channel and yelled that Akhilesh kept DP Yadav out and that was such a big deal. And I'm like, why DP Yadav ko Nikala bahar rakha? But there are about 15 others that he could have kept out and he, he went along with them. So I was like, don't just yeah. jump around. But that is what was portrayed on news channels. Portrayal. That Akhilesh is uh, getting this huge samajwadi turn. And I think 2012 mein, Twitter was a small place also. Like, tab hum yes, rao, jab, yes. karte the, it was a very, very informal chat, and news channels still yeah. had some sort of sway. Now they don't have the yes. same amount of sway because there are a lot of regional voices coming out. You a YouTube channels, you UP a reporters. Hai jo hai. So, you know, how do you uh, balance this?
1: As you said, it no, this is an election which because uh, the EC also has restricted uh, campaigning in uh, like. Uh, in the streets, on the lanes, sort of campaigning. Uh, So this is an election where the social media part will play a very important role. Mm -hmm. And changing dynamics go against uh, SP kind of or any patronage uh, sort of dispensation, which patronizes the media and tries to gain from that. So this is going to be that. Uh, I mean, it's a very different ballgame now politics is a very different ballgame social media becomes increasingly important yeah in the elections absolutely and and then and,
0: and social media could be the be-all end-all in terms of a few seats and 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 this is what I'm saying you think there is a bit of elitism when people think that social media is only restricted to cities and things like that because people think social media is only Facebook and Twitter right but social media is also whatsapp social media is also video app. Yeah. And social media is also, uh, uh, and, and again, we are not casting opinions on what social media is or the benefits or the dangers and stuff. We are just giving analysis. And, and similarly, we, we don't like, the, I find this a lot of problem in, especially in the left media, that they confuse opinions with analysis, right? Now, we, they could be they could disagree with Yogi. We could have disagreements with Yogi on various issues but that doesn't mean you completely look away from what the reality is out there and right now the reality is he is the he is getting bjp closer to power in uttar pradesh than where they were in previous state elections no doubt that it was the charisma of Mr. Modi that got them over the line in the first place. And then it, since then, Yogi has come in and of course solidified the base. But it's going to be very different elections than say 2002 or 2007 was for BJP. Earlier it was, B- BJP was like, uh, 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 there were seats where it was indefeatable. Like it, it was, you know, BJP, you could not defeat. But that changed once the emergence of mulayam and Mayawati came. And what I was telling someone was that in 1998, post-98, when BJP started weakening, Mayavati started getting stronger. Now Mayavati is getting weaker and BJP is getting back to its 1998 position, right? So do you think yeah. that the circle has turned completely and we're back yeah. to the pre-98 positions of BJP? Uh,
1: as I said earlier, no, Adit, that this is actually consolidation of that Hinduttu, which was... There, for a, I mean, in momentary impulses in the early 90s. So this is actually a consolidation of that and a more sort of a permanent Hinduization of the polity in uh, UP. What we sought in 90 was one phase. After that, no, uh, I mean, because of the organizational weaknesses and other things, it slipped. But again, you are seeing the second stage of it. You, this is the second phase of the Hindu politics in uh, uh, Uttar Pradesh. That is uh, what I mean. And for these leftists, no, they can keep filling as many op ed pages in the newspapers as they like. Hmm. Their vote in the end counts as much as the voter, I mean, one voter on the street. So, yeah, because they have lost the grip, that is why the parties closer to them ideologically are also losing and ah. bjp is gaining and this this filling of the op-ed pages is also i mean uh, probably a luxury for them for under 10 20 years which will slip with them and yeah, because, <laughs> there is a new way of people stop
0: <laughs> yes. reading op-ed pages right people have made up their mind on what they believe in and so forth so yeah. that, that absolutely yeah. agree with you on that so moving on to the last part of the discussion and we'll wrap up the discussion now in the next five seven minutes uh, overall In Uttar Pradesh, there are two basically alliances now. You have the BJP alliance, which is a a consolidation of part of the Dalit vote, part of the OBC vote. Significant part and part of the upper caste vote, which it still seems to be retaining significantly last year We saw uh, murmurs uh, again on the leftist top ed pages that the Brahmin vote was going away from BJP But from all indications, it seems to be that it is firmly with the BJP. Of course, it's not going to be a hundred percent sweep India is not a monolith and neither is UP. Yeah. It's probably going to be yeah. a 70-80% strike rate in the upper caste vote for BJP this time yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah. So so you have two significant coalitions that, and then uh, Akhilesh going back to the old MY combination, the Muslim vote and the Yadav vote combination that propelled Mulayam into power. And again, I, I have to say this: in two thousand three, Mulayam was in power with only one hundred and forty seats, so not a whole lot of uh, seats. It was Akhilesh who got Samajwadi over two hundred because he built a new coalition. You know, uh, talked to some OBC leaders and stuff. And the reason I bring this up is, uh. BJP, the, a lot was made for Swami Prasad Maurya joining the Samajwadi Party and the two, two, three other ministers, right? Now, this is par for the course because elections se phele hota hai. If someone gets a seat ticket denied, they all go to the uh, parties and forth. And, you know, that happens. Is Swami Prasad Maurya that significant a leader or is his influence just, uh, just around the four or five seats in the Kushinagar belt?
1: Not even four or five seats, Adit. Achha, not even. Actually, yeah, not even four or five seats. His yes. own seat, no padrona, hmm. uh, you and we will watch. If he manages to win, also, it will be with a bare thin margin. Really? And that is why he wants to shift uh, either himself or his son at least to hmm. the uh, Unchahar seat, which is considered to be an SP strong stronghold. That is why and even in this, uh, he had a tiff with the BJP because he wanted to shift to that seat either mm. himself or his son. One of them should go to the Uchar seat. He's not confident of winning even his own old padrona seat also. So mm. at the most, no, this man can swing say about 10,000 votes, not more than that. Mm. That is the, yes. And there are other leaders, say, for example, one Haryom Yadav who has joined uh, uh, BJP recently. He was a sitting Sirsaganj MLA. Sirsaganj is a constituency in uh, Firozabad district. Hmm, hmm. That man will have 50,000 votes on his own. Hmm. He will have 50,000 votes in at least three assembly constituencies. Wow. So many a times, no, the media, because sitting in Delhi, not even Lucknow, these people who report no, they are not even in Lucknow. They sit in Delhi and pass judgment because Swami in Moria has been like, he was a deputy CM in Mayawati's cabinet and he was a uh, tau to, to be a prize catch with the BJP. That's yeah. how they play up. They, they have no, uh, I mean, understanding of the uh, ground level politics actually. Yeah, no, absolutely. Swami Prasad, Swami Prasad, see, uh, in the end, of, because we are coming to the close of it, mm-hmm. what I feel three factors are the most important factors which are going, going to be there in this election and going in favor of BJP. One is Obviously, the Hindutva vote, what we have discussed earlier,
0: mm-hmm.
1: there is a uh, ever increasing constituency of the Hindutva vote. Okay. Mm-hmm. Second second is the this free, I mean, uh, this delivery of ration, mm-hmm. which in a way shows the efficiency of a government because governments and that too, particularly in a state like UP, were thought to be like government but this fact gets belied in the free ration distribution in uh, in the case of uh, this yogi government so important part uh, in this election the most important factor rather is the improved law and order condition infrastructure development when it happens you now people tend to forget how the electricity supply was five years ten years back that people tend to forget but kuki security is something aapke So it is something which breathes down your, You feel that uh, very strongly. You have a sense of it So law and order is going to be a very important factor actually in this election. These are the three primary factors around which this election will be contested. They all you
0: know, one what is not a factor is corruption because in both yes. previous elections corruption yes. was a massive factor with what mayawati did with what Akhilesh did this time there is allegation ho to level kare now now there, yes. there i'm not saying that there there are there may not be people talking about specific mlAs and stuff like that i'm saying overall as uh overbearing issue of the election that does not seem to be the case so with mayawati her biggest uh, problem was uh, because Setchli's Hill was corruption and with Akhilesh, it was law and order and security. And those, because what Vikas is saying is our strengths of uh, that we are giving you more security. It's a relatively clean government. Now you can argue with the policies and you can argue with the cultural aspect of it. Like, you know, uh, but but that's what this election is about. And again, this is two months before the election. A lot could change in those two months. But this is what it seems like that Yogi is probably closer to power now, second term to power than he maybe ever was. So um, that's the thing. Before we let you go though, a quick word about Uttarakhand and then we'll wrap up. What do you think is happening in Uttarakhand?
1: So four months back, Uttraman, Uttarakhand yeah. seemed to be a gone case for BJP actually. Very okay. frankly. after One after the other, three changes. And mm. people were very—I mean—they were fed up <laughs> with the frequent changes. But uh, Dhami's style of functioning actually seems to be—I mean—going in favor of BJP. He seems to be turning the tables around. Uh, and uh, added to that, uh, Modi ji's thrust, mm. Modi ji's visits, mm. particularly his two high-profile visits—one to Deradun and one to Haldwani—has mm. helped uh, uh, pick up traction for in favor of BJP. Uh, with Dhami a, a significant Kumau constituency is behind BJP and mm. for BJP this Chardam road project actually which was criticized by a lot of people my interactions with the locals over here because I am placed in Dehradun for a long time now, 3-4 months so that's going to be a major vote puller actually mm.
0: Mm.
1: central government schemes yes
0: Cent- sorry, sorry, central government what?
1: yeah central government schemes no uh Uttarakhand on its own no it doesn't have that much of revenue but the central government schemes which are coming here and this uh, road infrastructure and all it is going to help bjp
0: absolutely especially in a tourist state uh post covid era was certainly more challenging so if bjp holds on to power even in the post covid era you know that will be a significant achievement, but uh, we'll we'll cover that and more. We'll maybe we'll have Vikaji back on our podcast post the elections to discuss this in detail. Uh, it was great fun having you, Vikaji. Before we let you go, if you have a recommendation of a book or a, a movie or a show that you watched for our listeners that you know you like, we always give a non-political, uh, non uh, anything that's on your mind right now. A
1: non-political. I am presently actually. Uh this is there is this Meenakshi Ji's book, uh Vasudev Krishna, <laughs> ah, which I am presently reading. Ah and it's a lovely work actually. I recommend all your uh, viewers to uh, yeah. do go through that. All, book. Our, all our viewers yeah. on
0: YouTube, listeners on SoundCloud, please please check out Vinakshi Jain's book on Vasudev Krishna.
1: Vasudev Krishna. <laughs>
0: fascinating fascinating and my recommendation uh, uh for you guys is probably going to be uh, there, there's a, a, a netflix show that we watched called stay Close. it's a fascinating show and then there is a youtube documentary that i watched on the gobi desert uh, two completely different things but watch about one of cha- most challenging desert deserts in the world but the reason i bring that up is because Mongolia is, Central Asia is facing a pivot with all sorts of mining and stuff. And how that will geopolitically play out with China, Russia, and the rest of Asia remains to be seen. So if you want some fun, watch Netflix. If you want to get informed on history, reach, uh, absolutely read Vinakshi book. If you want geopolitics, we've given you another recommendation as well. But thank you so much, Vikas Ji, for joining us. This has been a great discussion. I hope to have you soon back on Mind Podcast very, very soon.
1: My my pleasure, Adit. My pleasure, totally. Thank
0: you guys. Please like, share, subscribe and uh, we'll be back next week with more. We're back on weekly basis and we'll be back with Punjab elections hopefully very soon as well. A discussion on that. Uh, till then, take care. Uh, goodbye and please leave your comments on what you thought about the discussion.